We was right atop said corner, and sailing into it. Her leading me on like I were the scared one, and her the hero. No, no, she says. It's the next one. Down there, see? It were quiet. Too fucking quiet. All them back gardens just a fence width away. You'd think there'd be some noise. But no. Not even the tweet of a thrush, or the yap of a Jack Russell. You could see the corner she were referring to up yonder, about twenty yard off. Between that and here, the alley were all spilt dustbins, burst bin bags, and rotten old wooden gates. Some of them hanging open. A few poles of scaffolding lay rusting to the one side, with nettles growing up between them. There was some at black next to an old wooden crate, and I think it were a dead crow. I'm really glad you came with me down here. You're such a big strong man. I feel safe with you. Come on. We walked on, her dragging us more like. I don't want to sound like a ponce, but some of weren't right here. I sense danger. Do you know what I mean? I ain't a chicken or nothing, but it ain't clever to go looking for it. And here I were, waltzing down a dark alley, with a strange lass who had some other gypsy about her. Come on, she says, yanking on me arm. It's just round this corner, I mean... Look, I says, digging me heels in. Maybe we ought to... Come on, you ain't chicken, is you? Fuck off, course I ain't. You is, ain't you? She says, poking me ribs. Eh, hey, chicky chicky, eh? Fuck off, you dirty fucking slag, I says, batting her away. You what? You heard. You calling us a slag? Too right, I fucking is. Picking up strange fellas on street corners and leading them down back alleys for a shag. What's that if it ain't a fucking slag? You cheeky bastard, she yells, turning them filthy eyes on us. They was burning now, pure raging at us. And I do love that in a woman. Suddenly, I weren't so irate at her calling us a chicken. Quite the opposite. So opposite, in fact, that I had to pop a paw in me pocket and adjust myself sideways. What right you got to say that? She says. You ain't got no right. I got a fucking boyfriend. No one calls us a slag. You really thought I'd shag you? Don't make me laugh. Look at you. What are you, a beggar or summit? You're fucking dreaming me. And if... Ah, Trish, you fucked it up. I didn't know where this new voice were coming from. Sounded like behind us. But when I turned that way, there were no one. You fucked it up again. It went on. You meant to lure him down here and keep him sweet, and then me and Nige jumps out and... Fucking shush it, you twat. This were another voice, just as hard to place in terms of where it were. Mind you, I could hear some rustling and twig snapping behind that fence, and the way them overhanging saplings were swaying didn't look natural. Fuck off, the bird were yelling in that direction. Weren't my fault, he... I grabbed her and stopped her gob with a paw, holding her firm around the middle. Then I stood stock still and arced, watching the little holes in that fence. The bird was struggling under me arm, so I pulled her tighter until she squeaked like a dog's toy, then went still and quiet like a good girl. I were glad she got the message. There was something going on here, and I needed me wits about us. I might have known this would happen. I should have gone straight home after leaving dogs like normal. Or when the bird had stopped us back there on the street, I should have known there and then that you don't want to be going down dark alleys. There's danger in the world these days. Every fucking direction you turns in, there's folks wanting to rob you and hurt you. And if you're a bird, they wants to rape you and all. Even some fellas get raped, so I heard. Mind you, my own ass is a one-way street. A doctor tried showing me different once, and I elbowed him out cold. Dirty fucking bastard. But I should have told this bird here about the dangers. Me ticker were going fast, and I could feel myself getting ready to turn and peg it like Billy O. I weren't meant to be down here, were I? so I didn't really have to stand and fight like I normally would. I'd been tricked down here, you see, by this lass here, 
so she could look after her own ass. A selfish fucking slag. Just about then, I felt her lashes fluttering next to me face, like two black butterflies caught on flypaper. Her soft lips struggled against the palm of me paw, crushed there like two warm slugs. My other arm were clamped around her chest, and I could feel her fragile ribcage trembling under the twin pillows of her tits, which felt a lot bigger than you'd think them to look at. A girl like that, she needed looking after. I picked her up and walked on down the path, the bag of vittles hanging off me arm and swinging to and fro, knocking on me legs. It takes more than one spilt egg to make a chicken, though, and two of them's worth one in the bush, long as you don't count them. I turned the corner, whispering, "'You was right, girl. There is trouble there. Two of them behind that fence back there. Aye, them's who you must have heard. Tell you what, we'll get you to your bike, and you can fuck off out of it, nice and safe. And, um, so's about calling you a slaggy. No hard feelings.' I had her in me arms like a babby, face tucked into me shoulder with the relief and emotion of it all, me saving her from them nasty fellas. I couldn't blame her for not wanting to look at us in the peepers. She felt ashamed like as not. She'd called us fifteen types of cunt just now, and I'd gone on to save her life. But I didn't give a shite about that. Long as she showed her gratitude when I got her to a safe and private place, I were all right. I stopped at a little crossroads. To the left, you had the alley leading towards Higgis Wharf, and the other way.